is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Cliffo and Bronte podcast on a Friday. Uh, am I taking the piss here a little? Because our boss messaged us yep. and he's like, hey guys, I'm going to the coffee shop. Do you want anything? Always the best message to get when you work in breakfast radio. And I said to him yes to a coffee. But then also said, I would love a chicken, cheese, and avocado toasted ciabatta. And he's done it. Yeah. But I thought, is that, like, is that too much? Well, like to expect food from a coffee shop. What was the what was the original question? Would you like uh, coffee or food? I think he said, "Would you like?" Yeah. Would you like me to said? pick you up a coffee and some food? I still feel guilty for us. I, don't, I feel like I've asked for too much. Is it because I said no to food? Yeah. If I had said yes, you wouldn't. Yeah. No, it's fine. Misery loves company. <laughs> But also, it looks delicious, anyway, smells delicious. Yeah. I'm glad you're happy. No regrets. I feel like, you know, when the coffee hits you and all of a sudden you are just the best version of yourself? Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. That's what you're getting you're right there. now. You're there. I'm here. I've arrived at the Yeah, station. you don't get this between six and nine, <laughs> no. but afterwards on the pod, that's when the gold comes out. Uh, winniest winner is crowned today. We asked the question, do you sleep separately? And yes. Bronte's going on a day. With a girl because yep. it's a friend and I had to ask her to be my friend and that's a scary thing to do. You're more nervous than when you were going on romantic dates with your now boyfriend. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I've, Very I've sweet. made him know that. <laughs> um, it's coming up, the Cliff Farm Bronte podcast. You beat Bronte. I need to ask you some questions. Okay. $250 cash on the line and Scottish Stacey is here. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, Stacey. That's my mother's name. Oh, is it? It is. Are you Anastasia? Oh, see, that's the best. Nah. Oh, nah, that's I'm, not that, I'm not that extravagant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, she goes by Stacey, so we'll go with that. Um, you're being very nice, Bronte, because I'm going to be honest, Stace, off the air, Bronte has been talking a big game. Cliffo! Uh, I'm going to oh. bring Stace down line. May have been dropped. <laughs> I, just, I just said, I think I, I think I said destroy, but I didn't want to bring that up. Destruction was mentioned. Yeah, it was. Um, oh. But hey, fair enough. we got a game on our hands, yeah. Stace. It's worth 250 bucks. Oh, fab. Yeah. All right. All right, Bronte Langbrook first oh, into the soundproof booth. Can we give it away on a Friday? And Stace, for you, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock, okay? Okay. Good luck. Your Thank time you. starts now. Stacey, in tennis, what word is used for a zero score? Is. What is the largest planet in our solar system? The sun. In netball, how many seconds can a player hold onto the ball for? Six. In Shrek 2, what is the name of the giant gingerbread man? Pass. True or false, the heart is a limb. False. Okay. Uh, in Shrek 2, what's the name of the giant gingerbread man? Out of time. That's cool. That's cool. I didn't get that one either, okay? Ah. Um... We'll find out how you went with producer Alicia in a sec. Right now, Bronte is walking back in with a swagger. No, I'm just trying to pump myself up. Uh, <laughs> Stace doesn't win it today. It goes up to 300 bucks for the new week. So let's see how you go. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. In tennis, what is, word, in tennis, what is the word used for a zero score? I don't know. Uh, what is the largest planet in our solar system? Jupiter. In netball, how many seconds can a player hold onto the ball for? Eight. In Shrek 2, what is the name of the giant gingerbread man? 
don't know. True or false, the heart is a limb? False. Uh, in tennis, what word is used for a zero score? Oh, you know this, don't you? Oh, oh is it just? No, it's not. Oh, you. you're both wrong. Ah! I don't know, and I know tennis. A zero, zero score. score. Nil all. Yes. Oh, producer Alicia, put them out of their misery, please. Love. Love. Oh, love 15, oh. love 30. Love 40. That was weirdly worded. Game. So, yeah, Bronze passed on that one, and Stacey said ace, which is just don't blame the question. Don't blame the question. I'll questions. blame the question. I, I started on it, I will say, but don't. It's like Ross from Friends. No. Don't, don't blame, blame the questions. questions. Okay. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> Tough start, Stace. Uh-huh. Uh, the largest planet in the solar system is Jupiter. Bronte got that one correct. Stacey oh. said the sun, which is a star, Stacey. Oh. Not a planet. We've yeah. learned something. Uh, in netball, the player can hold onto the ball for three seconds. Both of you got that one incorrect. In Shrek 2, the giant gingerbread man is Mongo. Mongo. Like, Mongo. I think I've seen it, to be honest. But Did you just say you've never seen it? I don't think so. Bronte. Yeah. That's not Bigger wrong. fish. Bigger <laughs> fish. <laughs> and uh, the heart is a limb is false. It's a muscle. Both of you got that one correct. So Bronte got two. Stacey got one. Oh, oh, yeah. she's well done, Bronte. She's still in the family countdown. Oh, my God. That was Woo. a toughie, though. I feel like it you've was. been very, very tense since the start of the show. Yes. You're you not knew wrong. knew it was going off at 250 or we were going to crack 300 in a new week. We is are there. the highest we've ever gone? I feel it might be. 300. Sorry, Stace. We get to the 2250 mark. Well done. Have a great weekend. You You too. too. You can say my name anytime you want. Bronte. 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 (laughs) Okay, you can't. Bronte. I had to do something a little scary the other day that definitely put me outside my comfort zone a little bit. And it's something that having moved around as much as I have, it never gets easier. Mm. Um, But it's important because it's hard to make friends as an adult. Spend all day at the coffee shop. Say good day to Gunther. Your besties come in. Never actually go to work. Yeah, did anyone actually work on Friends? Oh, who? I don't think they even knew. Yeah, I've just found this recent move has been like I I moved from a place where I had kind of like a built-in group of people that I had worked with previously, and Mm. um, moving to here, I just have been like, it's kind of hard to. To make friends. Usually I join a yeah. soccer team and, like, that kind of helps me meet friends and things. So, yeah, it's, it's kind tough. of sad that we learn that skill as we get older. Like, I look at my kids now and, like, a good example is the recent cruise we went on. Yeah. Like, knew no one. They Both of them had little friends within 24 hours. Everyone's like, your friend when you're a kid. Kids just make friends like that. But yeah. It's pretty daunting when you're growing up. Oh, God, yeah. And when you're a 30-year-old girl moving somewhere, it's, it's difficult. But... Um, I have a date tonight, and I'm so excited. Well done. And by that I mean I've asked a girl to come with me to an event, and it feels like going on a first date. (laughs) But it's just like, it's just, I put myself out there. I had to ask her if she would like to come hang out, and it was Mm. terrifying. And she said, and it was almost like asking out a guy. So I'm really interested in this. Do you have similar things running through your mind? Like have you thought, God, what am I going to (laughs) wear? 
I need to like think of some conversation topics, like even, how are we going to end the night? Like, honestly, even like sending the message was like sending a message to a guy if you are like dating in the beginning mm. and you just like send the message and then you like throw your phone away and you're like, I'm not going to see when they reply. So I asked her, I was like, do you want to come with me to this thing? And, and then, then like, like the, the dots come up and you're like, oh, come on, what's she <laughs> yeah, saying? What's she yeah. saying? And um, to answer your question, yes, I have thought about what I'm going to wear um, and it's very exciting. Mm. I'm going to make sure I nap today so I'm yeah, my best great. version of myself. Can I and give yeah. you one bit of advice? Yes. Don't take flowers. Okay. <laughs> Don't give her chocolate oh, no. too much. <laughs> Alpha Bucks is back Monday morning after 8am. Another $1,000 cash on the line, Bronte. You just don't want to be one of those people like we had with Cooper who says, I listened yesterday, I got 9 out of 10 and I'm going to absolutely smash it. And then you get on and get a case of the Parsis. He passed seven questions. <laughs> seven. And he it's passed the one... That we gave him on the podcast as a clue. No excuse for that. No. Um, This is where we give you Mondays and the clue is, okay, okay, is this, is it a chocolate bar Mm. or is it what a... Is on your head at the moment. Yeah, what someone would be chasing me for. Both. Bounty is the clue. Bounty. The humble bounty. Bounty. It's got to be the chocolate bar. First thing I thought of was the chocolate Chocolate bar. bar, The chocolate bar that they tried to remove. Remember, we spoke about this. Yeah, that's right. From the favourites pack. Bounty. So B is your letter. Bounty is your free answer for Monday's Alpha Bucks. An interesting article doing the rounds online this morning is about Channel 7 star. She's on Sunrise, Edwina Bartholomew. She has revealed that for the past seven years, her and her husband have been sleeping separately. Mm. News.com ran with a headline that, um, oh, Edwina Bartholomew and her husband haven't slept together in seven years. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she's had a baby. Yeah, she's had. <laughs> she just got back from maternity leave. Two babies. Yeah. So, yeah, a bit of clickbait she's there. The Virgin Mary, mate. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, so she said that around seven years ago, her and her husband, Neil Varco, decided that they were going to start having separate bedrooms and they now consider that to be the secret to their happy marriage. So she would get up for work. She obviously did sunrise. So Mm. she was getting up at an Mm -hmm. ungodly hour. And so when she'd get up for work, he would struggle to get back to sleep. So we decided to trial separate bedrooms. Um, And then when they had kids, it continued because she would sleep with the baby in her room. And then when she would wake up and go to work, he would take over. She said, 10 years into our relationship and five years into our marriage, it works a charm. But a lot of people, when she tells them about it, they are shocked that her and her husband have separate bedrooms. So this is something that hits pretty close to my heart uh, because when you're looking at me, you are, in fact, looking at Edwina Bartholomew because my wife and I do exactly the same thing and it is the best thing we have ever done for our marriage. Wow. 100%. So you and your wife have separate bedrooms. We were both sleeping horribly. Yeah. So we went and saw a sleep expert and one thing I will never forget her saying is, and because I was really worried about this, I was thinking like, you know. You know, we're young people. We're in love. Yeah. You know, I suppose in our thirties. You yeah. know, we're going to be the world's youngest couple who still love each other. Love each other who sleep separately is what mm-hmm. I said. But the sleep expert said to us, sleeping in separate rooms doesn't break up marriages. Mm. It saves marriages. Yeah. And my wife and I are sleeping better 
than we have in years. Mm-hmm. Same thing as the sunrise thing. I'm up early waking her up. She comes to bed late, wakes me up. You know, yep. it just wasn't practical. Um, so we're sleeping better than we have in years. We'll come together on weekends yep. and like nights that aren't school nights. Whose room? Or whatever. Okay, so it's funny. <laughs> We still have our room, like all of Michelle's clothes. And like that was important to us. Yes. We still have mum and dad's room. Mum and dad's room. That's our bedroom. Okay, yes. And that's, yep. during the week or whatever, school nights and that, my wife, when she finally wants to go to bed because she goes to bed much later than me, she just goes and sleeps. Purely just sleeps in the spare room. Okay. But then gets up and gets ready in our room. I see. Uses our ensuite. I see. So So, that's still decks because what Edwina and her husband do, her room is like decorated to be more a girl's room and then her husband's room is more manly. See, we didn't want that. No. We still wanted our room together. And that's the one that's got like our wedding photos. Yeah, in yeah, and yeah. We've yeah. still got our room. And if we ever come together, it's in our room. Okay, I see. But, you know, a few nights a week, you know, particularly school nights, my wife just sleeps. In the spare room. In the spare room. Well. And it, it's working. It's so good. It's so good. 13, 10, 60, we want to know if, like, Cliffo and his wife or, like, Edwina and her husband, do you sleep separately and why? How long have you done it for? And yeah. we want to know. I'm so interested to hear these stories. Yeah. Like you can hear in my voice, like, I'm, it's really doing good stuff for us. Like, I, I really, it's really great. We should normalise that, like, sleep is such an important part of our health and not getting a good night's sleep impacts the rest of your day and, and mm. as a result affects your mood, your relationships. Oh, so I imagine having a good night's sleep sets you up to be a better husband, a better father. Hand on heart. Yeah. Michelle and I, we were so tired all the time. We yeah. were so snippy. Mm. Like we are both sleeping better than we have in mm. the decade before that we were together, like sleeping in the same room. And it, it has so made us stronger as a couple. Well, I can't I can't speak high <laughs> enough of it. 13, 10, 60. Do you sleep separately from your partner who sleeps separately who does let us know what's what's like I, how did yeah. it start i feel like i've sort of killed it for all the callers because i've been so <laughs> passionate about it but i want to hear your stories as well uh yvonne's first up yvonne do you sleep separately yes we do how long have you done um, it for well my daughter is about to turn four so we did it since she was a newborn right was it because did you need to stay up with her or anything like that no, I needed him to not be asleep while I was dealing with her because he would just sleep through her. Oh, right, And okay. it'd be very frustrating. And it was very, very frustrating. So when she was about eight weeks old, I was like, you need to go into the spare room. This isn't working. Has it affected your marriage in a negative or positive way, do you think? Positive. Negative at first because he thought that I was doing it to punish him, but I was doing it so we could both sleep. Right, and so does it continue to this day? Do you guys still sleep separately? Yeah, we do, yeah. Wow. Could you ever see a situation where you share a room again? Uh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Too far gone. Avon, you're speaking my language, mate. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for the call. Oh, you're welcome, guys. Have a great You too, mate. Jason's next. Are you the same, Jace? Do you sleep separately? Yeah, certainly do. How long have you done that for? Uh, so it's probably been about a year and a half now. Right. How's, it, how's it going? Yeah. So it for me, I, I believe it's working a lot better because I don't want to disturb my partner because she works full time in that. So um, with my sweating and my excessive tossing and turning, mm-hmm. um, I decided it'd be better for us if I was to sleep on the couch during the week. Oh, you sleep, you on, sleep the on the couch? couch. So during, yeah, on the couch. Oh, Jason. 
Oh, you are... It's believe it or not, it's uh, the most comfortablest bed in the in the, in the house. <laughs> if you got a good couch, it still seems yes. pretty selfless of you, Jason. It does it really? And so, is there any plan for you to either like get an actual bed, or are you just happy? So we've we've got our room, we've got our bed, we yep. get together on the weekends and that. But during yeah. uh, the week, during work hours and that, like it's easier for us to do it the way we're doing now so I don't disturb her sleep and that. What do you reckon, Jason, MVP of the week? Oh, I mean, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you and your partner. You know, yeah. she's working as well. Yeah. Let's let's put you in MVP of the week. Yeah, means nothing. Just totally <laughs> But well done, you. But well done. Great story. There's a story doing the rounds in Queensland this morning that I've just been chomping at the bit to share. I'm okay. so excited for this. All right. Because I feel like this story just has everything. Everything that you want. Has all the elements. Mm-hmm. It's super Queensland. It's out of Toowoomba. In fact, beautiful Darling Downs. Love the Darling Downs. Um, and it, it came to a massive climax last night on a current affair. Oh, where all good stories take place. Ali Langdon's been all over this one, mate. Good week She's for her. Kick it off. <laughs> take it over from Trace. <laughs> With a bang. So there's two main players in the story. Uh, the antagonist is a woman by the name of Lisa, who is a hardcore Karen, maybe the biggest Karen you're going to find in Queensland. Wow. And the victim is a woman named Natalie. You may be across this because it went bananas on TikTok, which is slowly taking all of the overall of our lives. I haven't heard about this. Have you not across this? I don't know. Okay, so... <sighs> Um, Lisa has this house in Toowoomba, right? Yep. And she's put a sign on her front gate saying, don't park in front of my house, even though she's on the street. Like, it's street parking. Yeah. Anyone is able, it's lawful to park there. Yeah. But she's put a sign saying, no parking, don't park in front of my house. You can't okay? do that unless it's obviously blocking a driveway or a no. or a entrance, right? She just doesn't want, it's not blocking anything. She doesn't want people parking in front of her house, right? So okay. she's the Karen in the story. Yeah, already. Um, Natalie did park in front of her house. She arrived back to her car to find that it was covered with boiling water. Jesus. And dog feet. Oh, my God. So this woman had poured boiling water and dog feces all over the car because she parked in front of her little don't park in front of my house sign. Oh, my God. Of course, it was then filmed because it's 2023. Naturally. And it was put on TikTok. This is Lisa the Karen trying to argue her point with Natalie the victim. Why did you park in front of my house when there's a sign here saying, please don't, don't. and the street is empty? Why would you park here? The street is not empty. Why would you park here? Why would you park here? You've been here for over three hours because I've taken a photo of what time you got here and what time I've done this. Okay. I'm already going to court because there's probably a friend of yours (sighs) that was parked here last time. Okay. I'm going to call the police. Oh, my God, what a horrible woman. And, and how I love the whole, too, like, uh, the whole probably a friend of yours. Like, you've got no basis for that. I love that, yeah, she's already been taken to court by someone for doing yeah. this previously. The whole, uh, the whole, uh, the, the line there, too, I've taken a photo of when you parked here, and I took a photo of when I did this. Well, I wouldn't document the crime oh that you've committed, Lisa. Oh, my God. And it turns out, like, a judge thought the same. So yesterday in court, this woman was ordered to undergo nine months of probation and pay a 1000 bucks or 1050 bucks in compensation to her two victims. Um, speaking outside a current affair last night, she said she was the victim and she was being bullied. 
in her own home by cars being parked out the front, I guess. Oh, my God. Um, uh, this is this is the, the climax, though. A reporter then asked her if she's going to continue to do this, to That's pour the dog to poo and boiling water on cars parked out front of her house. And then she called that reporter a smart ass for asking that what I think is very valid question. Oh, God, what worries me is she didn't answer the question, which means... So, yep. Yes. If you see the sign, guys, oh. I wouldn't be parking there. Oh, or if you want to go big on TikTok... Yeah, maybe, maybe park there. <laughs> this is your sexy fix at six. Whether it is a first date or maybe your 60th wedding anniversary, kissing is the universal symbol that a couple is in love and they want to express it mm. appropriately in public and you can kiss, you know? It's a weird thing. Like, Isn't weird it? A little quirk when God was making us or whatever you believe in, yeah. you know, however it came about, how this species is going to show love yeah. is by pushing together the wet, spitty holes that they eat food with. Yep. They're going to... They're going to push them together. Yeah. And if they're really into it, the things they used to taste with, yeah. they're going to put that them in each in. other's mouth <laughs> and swirl them around like... So the thing is, if you actually think about a kiss like Cliffo's just done, it's kind of gross. It can be. Like, that's what mm. I think a lot of people think about kissing if you kiss for too long or whatever, or the saliva swapping. Sometimes there's a bit of mm. bad breath. So you could think that, like, maybe kissing isn't actually very good for you. But Dr. Alan Clark, the lead dentist and clinical director of Paste Dental, has said that kissing is actually not only beneficial for your relationship and your mood, but also your teeth. Oh! So kissing's good for you. Particularly passionate kissing, apparently. It promotes the production of saliva, which in turn keeps your mouth, teeth and gums healthy. And this, this saliva neutralises the acid attack from the work of bacteria producing dental enamel. <laughs> so essentially, we're just cats. So we're just working. Just licking each other's yeah. teeth clean. Oh, well, uh, do you do too that to much Dylan? tongue. No, we like don't. Like you see something between no. his teeth, you're like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> this is Queensland's Price is Right. Producer Alicia has been trawling secondhand yes, websites as for always. Yep. Absolute gold. And I've actually gone back on the previous weeks and I've worked out who's ahead. Oh, God, okay. So since we've been oh, we back. Have a, we have a scorecard. Yeah, since okay. we've been back from Christmas, Bronte's score is one and Cliffo's on two. Okay, that's fine. So you okay. need to even this out today, Bronte. I'm on the board and that's all I need. <laughs> I feel like I've won the last two in a row you have, and you have. there's been a pretty poor performance on your behalf. So you've really got to I've been putting all my time and energy into Can You Beat Bronte? <laughs> right. That's not important. This is what's this important. Is what's important That's Bronte's yeah. rule of life. You can only be good at one thing at a time. Honestly. <laughs> okay, first item for sale. Adam from the Gold Coast is selling this framed Brad Fittler action photo. Freddie Fittler. Okay, so... So I don't know who this is, I'd but I'm assuming that, you guys do. Yeah, Freddie Fittler, <laughs> huge rugby league player in said, the 90s. Yeah. yeah. So he said it's great for a man cave. It's sort of a frame picture of him live yep. in action with his name on a gold plate at the bottom. Okay. How much do you think Adam from the Gold Coast is selling that for? I think Adam is selling that for a cool... 
mustard colour fun voucher, which is a fitty. Fitty, you reckon? Fitty. I've doubled that. I've gone one hundo. One hundred dollars. Adam is the... selling the Brad Fittler photo for twenty-five bucks. Yeah, oh my god! Baby, <laughs> oh, that's, that's insulting to Freddie. <laughs> He's worth more than that. Not for me though. All right, Danielle from Cairns is selling this horrifying Bonnie Brown collection, no. Maddie, nope. Nope. reborn nope. doll. No, thank you. It looks like it's horrifying. It my looks mum had porcelain real. dolls growing up. It looks like one of those. Yeah. No, this is a reborn doll which feels and looks and touches, Ooh. like is a real baby. It, it, I looked through the photos of it and it does look very real. I think I think it's got real hair. All that she said in it is it's very lifelike. It's yep. a collectible. She has a certificate of authenticity and care instructions. Did you say a certificate of authenticity? Yeah. Sorry, I'm so it's add a some more Bonnie that. Brown collection, which apparently is really good for these reborn dolls. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, I think I've gone too high. And it's the what Maddie. Three, two, one, hundred and fifty. Oh, I said two hundred. Uh. Well, you're both lowballing it because Danielle oh. is selling it for nine hundred dollars. Oh, She's dreaming. <laughs> Does that That's, mean I win? Bronte's taking it yeah! out. That's the three. It's the greatest day of my life. What an anti-climax. Have you got a... Let's do a third. I do have a third if you want to do one for fun. Eight yep. points. Helen from Silkwood is selling this one. It's a go-kart. Oh, stop. One of those little homemade go-karts. Okay. She oh, said yeah. it's 230cc but would go better with a bigger motor, so you just have to put your own motor in it for it to go a bit mm. better, a, a bit faster. you got a spare motor lying around here, yeah. Bronte? Uh, I don't want to talk about How much about do we think Helen is selling this for? <laughs> I've gone... <laughs> 500. Oh, sh- I said 250. I was going to say 500. I think you're lowballing. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're both lowballing again. Oh, it's going for 1,500. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, oh, have... I think she's highballing more than <laughs> you lowball. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't come with yeah. a, a fast motor. It hasn't even got panel. It hasn't even got size. No, I mean. it's literally just a piece just of a metal. It's a frame and a motor <laughs> that needs replacing. <laughs> Honestly. But it's evened anyway. up, baby. Two for two. Two for two. Tiebreaker next week. I'm going to eat some humble pie now. It was literally four minutes ago on an off the air, yeah. I was just outlining why and how awful you are at this game. I've got a slice <laughs> for you right here. It's freshly yeah. baked for you, darling. Have you got that uh, go-kart woman's <laughs> name and number? <laughs> win, 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 win. To think this started with the simple question of, has anybody ever won anything through Macca's Monopoly? And now to be here five days later... I wouldn't believe it. She's escalated, mate. (laughs) To run through the journey that's been the week, we started with Sally's $800 barbecue pack. Pretty good. From Macca's Monopoly. Look, it's awesome, but it's a a low bar. Right. Let's raise it. Compared to where we're heading. Brett won the AFL Grand Final trip. 3K. Beck won five grand in cash. Uh, That was through Better Homes and Gardens. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Brendan won 100k on an instant scratch it. In between that, wasn't there somewhere go- someone going to Wagga? <laughs> someone went to Wagga. <laughs> yeah, they, these are just the daily winners. Yeah. There was multiple oh, people right, who called right, each yeah. day. They're the ones that got through at the end of each day. I see. So we're at 100k, but on 13, 10, 60, uh, Patri- Patricia could be our winniest winner. Can, can you beat $100,000 cash, Patricia? I sure can. What'd you what win? did you win? Amanda Mother's prize home. <gasps> no. What? You won a house? I did. What? <laughs> what a dream. It was pretty exciting. What yes. was this? How long ago? Um, I think it was about 2006. 
Wow. Where was the house? Where is that? At the Gold Coast. The Gold oh. Coast. Did you move into it or did you sell it or? No, we kept it for a little bit. Yeah. But um, for unforeseen circumstances, we had to sell it. So yeah. All right. So what was it worth when you won it? Um, just under five hundred thousand. Oh. Holy <laughs> dooly. Okay. <laughs> Patricia. Yes. Suzanne is waiting online and she says she can beat it. No way. Oh. No way. So, Patricia, hold there. Suzanne. Yes. Can you beat winning a $500,000 prize home? Yes, I can. What did you win? I won a million dollars on Gold Lotto. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you won a million dollars. I did. That's what people say when they're like, what would you do for a million dollars? And you can actually say, well, I can buy a lotto ticket. Yeah, that's right. Oh. I bought a house and a, yeah. My God. How long ago? Uh, just over two years. Oh, it's fresh. Did it change yep. your life? Um, no, not really. It's that's nice good. to own my own home and oh. have my own car and have a bit of savings. and That's awesome, yeah. Sounds like you've been very sensible. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Surely a million bucks. That's the, that's, well, that's what um, people want. Suzanne. Mm-hmm. Yes. Leanne is online no. and she says she can beat it. No. <laughs> we can, not. So Leanne says she can beat a million dollars. Suzanne. Can you outwin, uh, sorry, Leanne, can you outwin Suzanne, who we just had on, and can you beat her million-dollar cash prize? Just by, just only a little bit. That's all right. Okay, that's all right. That's, that's all we're after. What'd you win? I won a $1.2 million prize home package through Endeavour Foundation. <laughs> like, only, only now that we've hit... Over the million dollar mark is two hundred grand. A little bit of like, <laughs> yeah, like we started at an eight hundred dollar barbecue, and now we're like, oh, is two hundred dollars, two hundred thousand dollars enough? Two hundred thousand dollars enough to beat it, Leanne? When was this? Twenty uh, twenty of all years. Oh my. Even fresher. Yeah, that was supposed to be the bad luck year, wasn't it? That was the start of COVID and bushfires and all that horrible stuff. And here you are winning a one point two million dollar home. Did you did you yeah. live in it or sell it or what's the go? No, we couldn't live in it because we need to stay where we are for work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it it made life just that little bit easier, and we have managed to be able to keep it. Oh, that's fantastic, Leanne. Can Leanne. we know where it is? Uh, it's on the Sunshine Coast. Of course it is. Property prices Schmancy. there are very expensive. Yeah. I'd, I'd yeah. love to say, Leanne, oh someone has called through to beat it, but the lines have gone <laughs> deathly silent, which means I think, Leanne, you Leanne! may be our winniest winner! You won a $1.2 million prize home. I'm I think you're that. forgiven for not getting excited. <laughs> You've kind of already won it. Old news for you. I was it rang me up. I was like, no, no, you just I even rang up friends to see who was who was pranking me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Leanne, um, I'm sure, you know, winning a $1.2 million prize time was exciting, but being crowned Cliffo and Bronte's winniest winner, <laughs> probably the oh, only thing that could eclipse it, so well done. Thank you for being part of it. Congratulations. Beautiful home, shock and phone line. But, uh, 
$1.2 million home. That's what you get in a mansion, mate. The rooms are too big. You can't always yeah, get your satellite so, yeah, in there. Yeah, sorry, I don't get service <laughs> at this end of the house. You know. <laughs> that was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.